Hey, Kyle. Hey, Lincoln. Hey, so we're back at it again with another. What? We haven't done one of these in a long time. We haven't done one of these in a while. Well, we're calling it a rental, and that's total fucking bullshit. Was yours on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, mine was on Netflix. Well, both of mine are on Netflix. Yeah. We're going to talk about three movies that are all on Netflix. They're not really rentals, but we didn't want to watch Medea. No. Not yet. Not at We're all. Saving that for Medea Week. Well, but <laughs> Well, but how many Medea movies are there? A lot. You're gonna make me look up fucking Medea well, movies. Well, but I was gonna say, is you there enough for this? is like, there enough for a full week? Oh god, yes. There's probably got like probably two weeks worth of Medea. So we watched some Netflix movies. Well, they're not Netflix movies. They just happen to be on Netflix. Mine's not a net mine's an A twenty four film. Oh, that's right. Yours wasn't a, my both both of mine were Netflix originals. Okay. The first one that I watched is actually a documentary that I highly recommend that you should definitely watch called okay. Beyond the Curve. All right. Sorry, I'm looking at Medea movies as you're talking. Um, oh, shit. We could do um, three weeks of Medea. How's that? How? <laughs> we could do a lot of Medea. I did not know that there was that many. Yeah. When did Medea start? Uh, who knows? You don't need to look that up. No. I'm, I'm just going to guess that it again. was like the 90s. We could do a lot of fucking Medea. So beyond the curve, it really appealed to me. One because definitely hashtag flat earther over here. What if I if anyone flat. in my fucking life was a flat earther, it'd be you. Admit it. You've well, considered it. Yeah, I think it. so. You've considered I've it. Ne- no, that I've never considered. No, because it's too fucking out there. If you were rich, you'd be in Scientology. Why would I be in Scientology? Because you're fucking you're that person. Mate, well, how rich? Uh, it's like a million dollars, isn't it, to get in? Mm. Is that not a thing anymore? It used to be no, a thing, right? I mean it's like to get you like your EKG read and stuff. It's only like six hundred dollars. Okay, but like the nearest Scientology place, it's in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So you have kinda, researched it, and you know it's nothing big. So no, this documentary is actually really great because, like all great documentaries of recent memory, it just focuses more on the people. And just kind of their interactions and who they are more so than their belief in this stupid theory. It's also kind of a dual parter because at the end... So, (laughs) this Flat Earth Society are going through all of these measures to prove that the Earth is flat. So they have these two things that are going to test their hypothesis. Just go to the edge. (laughs) Well, other than going to the edge. It's so easy to test. So they buy this like $25,000, I don't know what it's called, it's just a device that tracks like the the pull of the earth as it spins, and it so the earth spins like 15 miles per hour. So this device, it will show that. Well, they buy the device because they wanted to own one and prove that this is like scientific propaganda, but it turns out that it registers 15 miles per hour which means that the earth is spinning. Wow, that's so crazy. So then they're like, well, that's not true. We got to figure out, like, there has to be some way that this is malfunctioning. So we're going to, like, put this in a fucking crazy container with lasers. It does, so they're just trying to disprove this proven hypothesis. And then the second thing is that there's this, like, you know those crazy lasers that you're not allowed to, like, legally own? Yeah. It was one of those that goes for, like, a mile. And if the Earth was round at 15 f- 
I think it was like 15 feet from this one thing, you wouldn't be able to see it because it would curve down, right? How small do they think the diameter of the oak is? I don't know. Pretty small. You would notice small. that fucking curve. <laughs> so they shoot this laser, and, and at the end of the movie, they prove that the Earth is not flat, but then the rest of it is them trying to like figure out ways of why it could be like that. Because it's round. That's the and way it's round. <laughs> but what's just so fascinating about it is that it shows kind of what a lot of the like conspiracy groups are, which is just groups of uh, lonely people that have found a community and the problem with their community is that fucking Tinder. Just get on it's, Tinder. It's well, no, but they talk about there's a flat Earth dating site on there. Oh no, no. Like you take away this one thing that they have, like they can't admit that their hypothesis proves that the Earth is round because then that crumbles their social identity. Because like that's all that they have is this weird group. Of people that they become friends with. But can't they join the anti-vax group? I mean, they could probably bounce. I don't like, see why that they wouldn't join another just bounce into another crazy one. ignorant group. Like, just be like, wow, I guess the Earth is round, but that doesn't mean that lizard people aren't still around. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh man, the Earth's round. That's crazy. It's, it still sucks though about the vaccines cause autism. Yeah, just join another stupid group. This one's the dumbest to me because it's the easiest to disprove. Yeah. It's not even... It, it's not Get in a plane and fly, and if you end back up at the same place, it's round. Well, no, Kyle, because that means that it's just like you're in a pizza and you're just going around like in a little curve. That's fucking dumb. Find the edge. I can find the edge of a pizza. Well, no, Kyle, because the edge is an ice wall. Then find the it's ice wall. like... No, because the government has hidden turrets near the ice wall that if you get too close, they'll kill you. Then find the turrets. That's why... No, because they're hidden. They're like Hoth turrets. You just stagger your boats, and the people when people start dying in front of you, you found the turrets. No, because the turrets are just going to kill everybody because they're like laser-side Or they're not they're real. Sensitive. And that's why the people that go to Antarctica die, not because of hypothermia, but because of the ice wall turrets. Well, it's usually fucking thing aliens. So the other part of the documentary that's really great is the, uh, and, and like, I, I like the guy. I really do because he's a nice guy. He's just very misinformed. And I think that the... Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Well, the idea of this guy, and it has this speech that's really great about, like, not shaming people that are flat earthers because all of these people could have been scientists, because a lot of them are intelligent, they're just misinformed. And it's kind of like, hey, these people could have been scientists in a good education system, and we shouldn't shame them, we should try to like sway them into believing shit that's not fucking ice walls. But I just, you can disprove an ice wall. And the guy's really nice. And he's, so invest your money in a fucking satellite, <laughs> find the ice walls that way. It's just overall, it's just such Fly a, a drone. Fun. Get a drone. <laughs> To find the ice wall. No, Kyle, you don't get it. it. The fucking turrets. Yeah? Kyle. But do you know what you know what you would get with the drone? What? You can watch the footage remotely. You would see it. No, because the government will shoot an EMP grenade to cut it 
and then they'll say that it got hit in a windstorm. You're not thinking right, Kyle. This is how the ice wall works. They're fucking morons. Walls don't work, Lincoln. The ice wall keeps out people. Well, here's here's the thing, too. The thing with Flat Earth is that I don't understand the point of it, really. If the if the Earth is flat, then why why would they not? Why does the government want you to not think the Earth is flat? Who gives a shit? Yeah, what benefit is there? Yeah, what benefit is there? It's lizard people. But still, the thing that bothers me is flat Earthers believe every other planet is round. Correct? No. Well, so that's in in, in the documentary too. They talk about that like there there's like fucking subsects of people that believe in the flat Earth because there's the infinite plane theory of where like. I wish people could see me rolling my eyes yeah. at those words. <laughs> it's like, so the Earth is basically like a disc, okay? The Earth is a disc. I think that they said it's like a disc with a with a domed top. And so the, the moon and the Earth... Or the so moon we live in a snow globe. Yeah, we're in a snow globe. It's fucking insane elsewhere. So then the sun and the moon rotate around each other. And there's the ice wall. And there's the dome. And then what is outside of the sphere thing is up to debate there's many theories one is that there's hundreds of thousands of other little snow globes floating through the universe then there's the infinite plane theory which i think is that there's like nothing and we're in a simulation there's it's it goes off the rails so there's like super rich flat earthers right i don't know the only one that i know of is like isn't that like eddie bravo that goes on joe rogan's a flat earther okay why don't flat earthers Try to convince people like Elon Musk and send a fucking flat earth rocket up. Well, what's weird is why don't they all get together? And prove their theory. There's like a Facebook page that has like half a million people on it. They're all flat earthers. Why don't they all pool money together? Go to fucking outer space. To try to go to the ice wall. Or try to go to outer space and see what it is. I would think from a satellite, you could see the ice wall. Or you could see the other fucking planes. Yeah. You could disprove this so easily by traveling. Leave no, Kyle, because that's the thing. As soon as the government sees that they've pooled their money, something's going to happen, and they're not going to be able to do it because the government is trying to keep them from proving that the Earth is flat. Well, you know what? That could help prove it, too. Hey, there is a conspiracy to keep you from fucking proving the Earth is flat. Kyle, I'm just saying, look into it. No. I'm just saying, you just got to look into it. <laughs> but it, it's it's a very interesting documentary, and I highly recommend it, because it uh, it does not stray away from making fun of the ideal of it because it is such a ridiculous it's thing. ridiculous yeah but it also just humanizes these people of where you see them if they are just people that really want to belong somewhere that have not belonged they can belong on a round earth and <laughs> it was good i highly recommend it give it like an eight out of ten in terms of documentaries a what eight out of ten he said an eight an eight out of ten we still need to um do an episode on the penis museum. Yeah, I I want to see it again because that movie that that's movie is so fucking one, good. It's so fucking strange. It goes off the goddamn rails. Like I know it's a documentary. I still my brain refuses to believe that's a real human being. Yeah. Well, I want to watch that. We should also watch Tickled as well because that is one that I've heard is fantastic. We you never watched wanna, it. You just want to jerk off to it. Kyle, why you got to be so right? <laughs> I don't want to watch you jerk off again. What did you watch, Kyle? I watched you jerk off, apparently. That's what we were just talking about. Uh, I watched a movie that's been on our list for a long time. 
This will shock people. I watched a movie on the recommended list. It's been a while. Still exists. Don't know where the hell it's at, though. It's in a box somewhere. So, you know, deal with it. We'll watch them all eventually. Uh, I watched Life After Beth by A24. I'm going to tell you the basic premise, Lincoln. Uh, This guy's girlfriend dies, and she comes back. She comes back from the dead as a zombie who doesn't know she's a zombie. So it's comedy, obviously. Well, is she like a cognitive? Yeah, she's. you wouldn't know. So she's just a normal person. She's a normal person that's slowly decaying and having fits of rage. Okay. Until at the end, she's... A zombie. Eats her mom's fingers, yeah. Okay. This movie goes off the fucking rails. It's... It's interesting. It's interesting premise, and I like the premise mm-hmm. of it. And it's got a lot of actors in it I didn't know. Um, oh, I knew me. I know who Molly Shannon's in it. I thought she was good. Actors that you didn't think would be in that movie. Yeah. So Beth yeah. is played by Aubrey Plaza. Her parents are John C. Riley and Molly Shannon. Her boyfriend is Dane DeHaan, whose parents are Cheryl Hines and Paul Reiser. I didn't even recognize Paul Reiser. Found that out on IMDb. So the whole movie is a metaphor. For him moving on. Mm-hmm. Because you don't see her die. You see this girl hiking during the opening credits. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to a funeral. She got bit by a snake. She died. Okay. And it's him getting over it. And spoiler, at the end, he falls in love with Andrew Kendrick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's in it. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Was it good, though? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I was so blown away by the end of... So, like, he's friends with her parents mm-hmm. afterwards. And I'll, I'll tell you why it blows... One reason why I hate the main character at the end. For one, Dane DeHaan's... I like him, but I understand why people don't. He's a very strange individual. Yeah. So, he happens to see Beth in the house one day. And he comes in, they're like, it's it's a thing. She came back. She was resurrected. She's Jesus. That's what they're trying to... They know she's a zombie. Okay. She dug out of her grave and came back home. Yeah. But doesn't know. She doesn't know what happened to her. She doesn't know she's dead. All that she knows is she really wants to live in the attic, and she's collecting dirt and building, like, a tomb in there. <laughs> okay. All right. But, like, she'll slowly have fits of rage, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of funny how she'll come in and out of things. She's smooth. She, she's calmed down by smooth jazz. I'm, okay. I'll jump in. Um, there ends up being a zombie apocalypse. Okay. But all, That was my next question. But none of the zombies know they're dead. They're talking. They're, like, going to visit their family. They're like okay. hanging out like nothing ever happened. Yeah. They all love addicts and they're all calmed by smooth jazz. Okay. Like, all you right, know, like good. elevator music, smooth okay. jazz. So this comedy, <laughs> it takes a turn when people just start fucking dying. Like her parents, she she kills her. She eats her dad. Okay. You don't see it. Um, she eats some other guy. There's a lot of eating of people, but you don't see it. It's all off camera. Mm-hmm. It's not a horror. It's not gory. Yeah. But they just, none of them know they're dead. Her parents strap her to a stove. And then Zach goes over and he's like, we should go for a hike. So she still has the stove strapped to her and she's walking through the woods with him. And he shoots her in the head and then she comically rolls down a hill. So he kills her at the end. He kills his girlfriend. Because okay. he had to come to terms with. Because he's like, I wish she would have stayed dead. Yeah. But she's trying to eat him. She's insane. Like he runs over with a car by accident by one point. She's fine. But she's trying to Standard attack. Standard zombie stuff. Trying to attack people because she doesn't know where she is. It is. It's funny, but the jokes don't land. If that makes sense. Well, what I was going to say kind of it sounds like it kind of meanders. Does it meander? No. Really? Not really. I, it's just, it's hard to wrap your head around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the stuff of her becoming a zombie. 
But then when the apocalypse comes, I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? And then when he kills her, it goes away. But you mm. kind of realize this is, it's a metaphor. It's an A24 movie. Yeah. This is a metaphor for what he was going through. The problem I have with it is, because they have her tombstone, you know, and then when she dies again, they, there's a second death date on it, which is kind of funny. This is like two weeks. He got over her and dated somebody else in two weeks. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, because he gets with Anna Kim. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. That was fast. But um, oh, she also is very sexually. Her sex drive is very high as a zombie, and constantly wants to have sex with him while growling. And like he knows, like he'll see the flesh rotting on her thigh. And he's like, I want in there. <laughs> like well, that deal. It just it goes off the fucking rails. How long is it? About an hour and a half. Okay. It's not a long movie at all. I enjoyed it, but I don't think it's good. If that makes, I think it's because I enjoyed the performances. Mm-hmm. I thought the writing was decent, like dialogue and felt natural. Uh, it was shot beautifully. But the, it's a comedy that just, with no jokes. I mean, not that they need jokes, but it wasn't funny. Yeah. Like the moments were like, that's ridiculous. That was the humor of like, they didn't do anything new. Like she got ran over a car and she's like screaming. Her doing a zombie voice, though, was kind of funny. Like it, she just slowly gets more growly and like, because I'm not a big fan of Aubrey Plaza. I haven't seen her in a lot, but Mm -hmm. she was all right in it. Dane DeHaan was really good. But like from the beginning, because it's Dane DeHaan, you're just like, he's going to murder someone. Did he? No. Well, her. He shoots her in the head. Oh, well. Because I never got to say goodbye. And he goes goodbye and shoots her. But then she rolls down with a stove strapped to her down a hill. When did did Life After Beth come out? Like 2016. Okay. Because I remember that it's been on the list for a while. Yeah, and it was A24. And we're like, it's a new take on zombies that I'm not, haven't really seen. Yeah. Uh, well, I have. It was called Ah Zombies, and it was fucking garbage. This is much better than that. But yeah, she doesn't know, but as she's out of the ground, like in in the sun and stuff like that, she starts to decompose and everything. Decompose a little bit, not mm-hmm. much, because I probably didn't know the book, but become a zombie to where yeah. she craves flesh. Like I forget, he comes over to say to talk to her about something because he tells her she's dead, and her parents are like, "Don't fucking do that." Hmm. Once he tells her, all these zombies start coming out. Uh, there is a funny part though where. You see, um, they had a house cleaner. This, she was Haitian. Her name was like Paul Wet, Pauline, something like mm-hmm. that. And he's like, she had something to do with it, voodoo curse. So she, he goes to her house and some guy answers her phone. And he's like, she had something to do with this. He's like, we don't all fucking practice voodoo. <laughs> she's like, but she got mad and quit. And then Beth came back the same day. And she's, the guy's like, she quit because he kept showing her his dick. So it's just like this side plot of like, oh, okay, it's they're going that route. And mm-hmm. it's like, don't be a racist. <laughs> this lady's a throwaway character that has nothing to yeah. do with the movie. I thought that was clever. They subverted my expectations. Was I zombie better? I only TV watched show. a few episodes. Did you really? Like yeah. That? I, I liked the first them. season. I liked a lot. There's a lot of the same vibes to it. Well, that's kind of what, when you're Except for that. she's like keeping herself at bay. This yeah. girl doesn't understand what's going on. Okay. And, like, you probably would if that were real. You know, she doesn't know. She just crawled out of her grave and walked home. She's like, I don't know what happened to me. I really like Molly Shannon in it. I'm not a big fan of her at all. What's the last movie that she's done that we've seen? I, I, the last one I can think of is Superstar. Oh, fuck. I wasn't never a fan of her over-the-top comedy, but she's very subdued in this. Mm -hmm. And it works. John C. Riley's really, he's just good. He's always good. Well, maybe not always. Did well, you that's for right. Fucking Holmes and Watson. Holmes and Watson. No, I, I think he's 
good. It's just a weird fucking movie, dude. Because they got you into like this is it's going to come to terms with it as she dies and helps kill her. But then the apocalypse comes and it's just ridiculous. I recommend it. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you going to give it? If you like, I'm just going to give it like a six, six five. Because there was a lot of good, the plot's just weird. It's not what you expect from A24. Yeah. Like the metaphors are obvious in it. Mm-hmm. But the date of that, like, really bothered me. Like, he's supposed to, like, really love her and he misses her and he doesn't know how to cope with it. And it's fucking. Well, see, that's, that's kind of weird because. Now, maybe because she became a zombie, it changed. Yeah, but that fast. Well, I mean, she was trying to, she was going to kill him. Well, yeah, but that she was, fast. She was going to eat him. That. Uh... Uh, yeah, if Lily became undead and tried to kill you, you'd probably get over it pretty quick. Mm. You'd probably put her down early. Well, Don't not be if she became undead though, because that's not her fault. No, but if, but she, if she tried to kill me, there you go. If she's trying to eat you, if she ate her parent, her mom's hand, killed a guy in the backyard. But she's not undead. It's just her. Who's not undead? No, Lily. Not so in this in this situation. She's not undead. She's a zombie in this situation. Oh, she's oh, okay. She's a zombie trying to kill you. Okay, you putting her down. Well, yeah, I'd put her down. Yeah, you're gonna get over her pretty quick. I don't know. If, I don't know though because I, it, she's undead. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's trying to kill you. She's a fucking zombie. She's she's killing you. She's trying to. Mur- In this movie, she knows. She's cognizant. Mm-hmm. She's not a brain dead zombie. She knows what's going on, and she's trying to like fight it to mm-hmm. just live a normal life because she doesn't understand that she's dead. I'd kill her. I'd shoot her right in the head. <laughs> Maybe not if she's her- eating you. I'd let her finish. But if she turned around, she was still hungry. She's going down. I'd let her eat you. I just bring her over. I'm just like, hey, we're just going to hang out with Kyle today. She's, she's like, like okay. and if she comes in here with a stove on her back. She's fucking going and then down. fucking done. Yeah. It's a strange movie, Lincoln. It's it, I, I just, all I can say. It's a strange movie. If you like A24 and you like zombie movies. Give it a there, shot. It's not, there's, it's not great, but there's something there. You'll get some sort of enjoyment out of it. It's what I thought it would be other than the crazy zombie apocalypse. I didn't think it was going to be some deep, great movie about a girl that doesn't know she's a zombie. Well, Kyle, you said something there that really resonated with me. About killing Lily? Which was... Zombie Lily. I would There was something I there. Lily. Do you know what wasn't there? Anything in fucking Velvet Buzzsaw. This movie sucked really? so fucking hard. Well, I'm really glad... This movie is dog shit. That's surprising. And I'm it is glad. surprising. I'm glad to hear that. Because I was going to watch this movie... Don't waste your fucking time. But I didn't because I felt pretty confident that you were going to watch it. We didn't know who what we each other watched before yeah. recording this. So I thought, I feel like Lincoln will watch this. I'm not going to. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal in A Crazy Roll would be good. So here's the thing that I think we have to admit. I think Nightcrawler was a mistake. Nightcrawler is a fucking insanely like masterpiece of a film. Yeah, it's great. I think it's one of those of where it was just lightning in a bottle and it's gone now. Because, again, the director of Nightcrawler wrote and directed this and it's fucking dog shit. And the one beforehand, I didn't watch it because I heard, oh, it was fucking dog shit. I don't even know what it was. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it, everybody was like, what the fuck? I watched the trailer for it and I was not in on it originally i thought the trailer was sh- like terrible i really was not looking so you forward- watched it anyway well i watched it for two reasons two reasons only one because the guy that wrote and directed nightcrawler did it and it has fucking jake gyllenhaal 
those that's the only reason why I watched it. I did not really like the premise. I didn't really like what it was about. I didn't like I got it. I just knew that it probably wasn't going to mesh well and surprise it sucked. That's disappointing. <sighs> it's very disappointing. Which was better, it or Bird Box? A Bird Box. Ooh, okay. My first question is what the fuck are AirPods? AirPods? Yeah. They're the wireless Bluetooth earphones. Why are, why Apple. do people care about those? I don't because Apple says you should. Well, the reason why there's a guy that's and a main super char- fucking expensive. There's a guy that's a main character in the movie that is just wearing AirPods all the time. I just kept seeing it. And I was like, it's the new fucking Bluetooth earpiece. It's annoying as fuck. So it starts off being really visually striking and like interesting to watch, which it which it does in terms of like what people are wearing and certain set pieces because it is a movie about art because the movie Mm -hmm. is this guy dies he leaves behind a huge collection of art pieces that he told everyone to burn after he dies that he was trying to do while he dies before he can burn all of them like he was like burning them and so these art critiques and collectors that run galleries, they band together and start selling the artwork without disclosing that he wanted them to be burned and everything and just saying like, oh, we found this tortured souls stuff. We're going to sell it for millions of dollars. Well, now as, the art... As one does. Yep. Yeah. So now the artwork is coming back and killing all the people, essentially. Okay. That's the premise of it. That sounds fucking dumb. It does. That's an episode of Night Gallery. Yeah. It the the problem that I have with it is that that right there is such I I didn't like it because it's such a loose kind of thing that I just didn't know how you'd be able to do a whole movie on it. And this kind of shows how loose of a concept is that it kind of needed more flesh to it. Well, one thing with this movie is that it doesn't know what the fuck it wants to be because it kind of dances around these things that could be fleshed out in another movie. The movie could be a straight horror slasher, or it could be kind of a Nightcrawler-esque movie. But it kind of just teeters the line in the middle very terribly. Mm. Which one of the things about it that I wish was that if this movie could could have just been Jake Gyllenhaal's character with all the other people, because all the actors do... A, a, pretty good job especially jake gyllenhaal i mean it's he's good he's incredible the problem is that this movie could have been a nightcrawler-esque gritty like real life movie of all of these art people covering up facts that this dead guy wanted nothing to do with the art world and like legal stuff people uncovering things them going crazy because they're trying to Hide everything so they can sell these multi-million dollar Do you know how boring that movie would be? I don't think it would be that boring. People would hate that. Yeah, but if you think about it, Nightcrawler's not the most exciting movie in the world either. No, that's true. I think that that kind of intrigue and cloak and daggery would have been good. Cloak and daggery? Cloak and daggery. But it just, it, it becomes so fucking boring. This movie is a snore fest. And it feels bad for me to shit on this movie so much, but really, like, I did not enjoy this at all. I'm glad I didn't watch it. It has fucking terrible CGI in it, too, that's overused. Like, 
pieces of artwork are like catch on fire or one thing is that the so the artist that did everything the reason why i guess because again there's no rules to like how things are being killed or like why he's killing but he used his blood in the painting so that's why and there's a part where they're scraping like the painting because they're archiving the stuff and cgi blood like spurts out of it and it's so fucking bad kyle it is so bad looking and there's like these themes of like duality and struggle with duality, but are not fleshed out at all when they could have been in any other movie. Because Jake Gyllenhaal's character is a gay man who transitions into bisexuality with one, the main character. And there's like a subplot of her upset with him because he's not fully committed to her and questioning his sexuality, but it goes absolutely nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. There's parts of it that are so baffling that they are in the movie because of how fucking stupid it is. So they are showing the dead guy's artwork in a gallery, and they've hidden, like crates upon crates upon crates of his artwork because they want to drive up the scarcity and then at later dates be like we found another one here's this one we found another one so they can keep making money off of it do you know what they do with these multi-million dollar pieces of artwork that they're going to hide in a location that no one's going to see do they just put them in someone's garage they put them in boxes and have airpod guy take them to a fucking garage somewhere. So he steals them. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when the first like gets killed by paintings thing happens. That's the dumbest thing you keep saying. Yeah. So so here's the thing about that is that there's no like rules to it because it does it doesn't make sense. The paintings don't kill them. It's like people involved with the paintings die, but then how they die involves art. Like and I know paint? that that sounds stupid because it fucking is. That's... Because the guy that takes these paintings and goes to the gas station and then like monkeys crawl out of a painting and strangle him. And all these... <laughs> 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 and all of these deaths. The thing with it too is that like only one of them happens on screen. It does the thing where it starts to kill them and then it just pulls away. To like the house or the room mm, or whatever. It's cheaper that way. Yeah. So like monkeys kill him and then the paintings start killing everybody. The only part of it in like the character that I liked, because everybody's supposed to be just like a shitty person. What's her name that plays uh, my bae in uh, fucking Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. Her? She's in it and she's great. I don't remember her name. There's a running joke where the, her character is there for like every major death. And at the last death that happens, she just goes, oh, fuck me. That was pretty funny, but it didn't make sense in the context of the fucking movie. And it's just it's just all over the place. It's so weird. There was a joke that I knew was going to happen and I was waiting for it to come because it tries to be satirical without any satire. Its messages are critiques are pompous and the art world is pretentious 
Oh, so if you critique this movie. Yeah. Ah, did so, Paul, Paul Feig write this? Yeah, there's like that whole thing. And so I was like, before I watched it, like when I realized how hokey it was becoming, that's when I started like making predictions. One of my predictions was, oh, he's going to walk in and he's going to see something on the ground and he's going to think that it's a piece of art and then the artist is going to say that's not the art. Well, guess what? That's exactly something that happens in the fucking movie. That's clever. That's because funny. fucking John Malkovich is in the movie for 25% of the movie. He disappears and he's at the end of the movie. So it's like Bird Box. Yeah. What's with him having cameos in Netflix movies? I don't know. And then fucking doing nothing. He's an artist. that He's like a Jackson Pollock kind of guy. That he is these gallery people's like primary dude. But then now that they've found all these paintings that he like. The dead guy usurps him, so then he kind of goes down a spiral. And then there's a throwaway scene where the original gallery owner's like, oh, you need to just go to my beach house and live there for a while, and you'll be fine. And then he disappears from the movie until the very end. Oh, then there's... Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and then there's all these fucking medical flashbacks that they do where it like shows like a kid being tortured in a hospital that they do. And then there's a spooky film reel in the attic that they play that shows spooky things that Is it happen. Sinister now? Yeah, it's like literally the scene from Sinister happens in it. That and then ridiculous. there's this one part where this giant orb, it's like an exhibit where you put your hand in it and you feel different things. Of course, the lady puts her arm in it and it gets ripped off and it's so fucking terrible looking. And then the next part of it is that she died. And then the next day, everyone thought that her dead body and the blood was part of the exhibit. Again, a joke on like, how ridiculous like modern art is because that's like the whole shitty satire in it so you're having me believe that at a fucking museum a a literal dead body that's on the ground with blood people and they think it's art yeah people aren't stupid yeah well going back to flat earthers um and then the uh the end of the movie is the ring ending because you think that all of the all the paintings that he stole because he like catches himself on fire in the car, you think that they're stolen. Well, there's a offhand remark where they're like, "Yeah, if, if the homeless people got to him, they would have stolen all the paintings." Well, the homeless people stole all the paintings and were selling them on the sidewalk. And then the end of the movie are people buying the paintings, and it's insinuating that it's going to keep killing people. It's, need a sequel. So can we can I can I talk about Netflix movies for a minute? Two out of ten. Oof. People talk about how great Netflix originals are. We like To the Bone, right? Mm-hmm. Did you like Bright? Nope. Cloverfield Paradox? Nope. I hated The Babysitter. I hated it. Neither one of us like Bird Box. Nope. And Velvet Bus all mm-hmm. Can we? Do we just hate Netflix originals? <sighs> no, it's because they're not for us. Because watching this movie really kind of cemented issues that I have. They make with, good documentaries, I guess. They make good documentaries. It's like movies and stuff, because this movie's fucking shot the exact same as all the other ones. So who's it for, then? It's for people that don't care. It sounds like a shitty like Final Destination type. Yeah, it's movie. just a, it's a bad Netflix version of Final Destination with art sprinkled in. Bad satire sprinkled in. Or another like Bird Box esque thing. It's just it's it's like lowest common denominator fucking viewing now. Like they're not trying to make real movies. They're just trying to make things that they can meme into fucking. People streams. do eat that shit up though. I mean, people still talk about how great the babysitter is, and I yeah. literally almost vomited talking about that movie. 
it's just so annoying and i've just i felt bad for it's kind of like with with bird box how i like felt bad for john malkovich being involved in it oh i'm sure he got paid yeah decently to that's how that. i felt with with uh jake gyllenhaal because what like he gave i mean he gave a hell of a performance obviously yeah much like sandra bullock and yeah bird box. i thought she was great but fucking christ can we make a real movie for once why why the pacing was dog shit it just it was so cut and paste it's because people that watch netflix now just don't care i think that they look at the analytics of it and they're making movies for that analytic of just I'm a soccer mom, and I want to watch something while I juggle my five babies. Yeah, because I think the problem with Netflix is, well, I'm already paying for it for something else. So if the movie sucks, it's like, eh, I'm not out anything for a shitty movie. But they make so many shitty movies. Well, they don't care about the they don't care about the ratings because that's not what matters. They they don't have to make money off of it because they're already making they're making money off the the subscription. So it's like a no loss. Then don't do them. Yeah, I. But I mean, we all, it's obvious that Netflix wants to just be original only. Yeah, they're slowly. But I think they need become. to step it up because one of the big perks that people like about it is the Star Wars movies are on there and the Marvel <sighs> and, and movies are on away. there. And it's all going to go away like this year, right? I don't know. I don't know when that thing's supposed to start. I'm interested in the Criterion streaming service. Yeah. Well, That's pretentious as fuck, I know, but. Well, it also depends on how many... Is it going to be all Criterion Collection stuff? Uh-huh. But is that all they're going to have? Because that's the problem, is that they only add them every two years. That's Yeah, that's my issue, is that all they're going to have? Because like this year, they've added... What did they just add? They just added Blue Velvet to the Criterion Collection this year. Yeah. And something else. But And while that is a very large amount of movies, how will that sustain moving forward? It won't. They know hipsters will support it. And how much is it going to be? That's another thing. No, I'm not going to get it. I just think yeah. it's interesting that they're doing it. I'm surprised more companies aren't. God, I hated Velvet Buzz. I really did hate it. Like, Why is it called Velvet Buzzsaw? Oh, so it's called Velvet Buzzsaw because... Oh, all the deaths in it are fucking lame, by the way. Uh, the, the monkey sounds pretty lame. Oh, well, I'll tell you the fucking lamest one that involves Velvet Buzzsaw. So Velvet Buzzsaw is the main like gallery owner. That's his name? No, um, her... Because Jake Gyllenhaal is an art critic. Which also, it doesn't make sense why he died in the movie. Because he was not trying to exploit the paintings. He actually like made an article talking about how that the original owner wanted these to be burned. Oh, also his spirit is inhabiting them, so he's killing people. And that's like going to ruin the value of the paintings. So he actually like goes out and he exposes what they're trying to do for the paintings. But then he dies at the end. And it didn't make sense because all the people that like abused the paintings were the ones that died. And then he died, but he didn't abuse them. Eh, they just needed him to die. No, her, because it's the main characters is Jake Gyllenhaal. Then there's this one girl that starts out as like an intern that she finds the paintings because he died like a floor above her. So they come up with that idea. And then she works for this lady that owns the galleries that makes the money off of the paintings. And she was in a group called Velvet Buzzsaw and has a tat because her whole character is like, she used to be punk DIY, then she sold her soul, you know, fucking not making art for art's sake, man. And she has a tattoo of a buzzsaw on her neck that says Velvet Buzzsaw. 
and she dies because the tattoo comes to life and and shaves her head off. That's fucking stupid. I know it's fucking bad. Like it's 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 really bad. I'm I'm really glad you watched it. It's not even fun to watch because an, another thing I was going to talk about was that while the set pieces look great and the and like the clothing look great and everything's vibrant, the movie's shot like shit. It's not even, like, interesting shots at all. It's a movie about art with the least artistic involvement put into it. It's just... What if Nicholas Winding Refn made this movie? That's the thing, like... And and I think about that, you know, that... Like, if you're going to make a movie like that, I think it needs to be a fucking pretentious art house movie. Yeah, it has to be. Because then the satire works, for one, because you're making what you're railing against... Which he would absolutely do that. Which the satire and part would be great in it. Yeah, the the satire part really with me. The reason why it just upset me so much was that it was so like lowest hanging fruit. It wasn't even good. It was just wow. All people that like art are super pretentious, and they think that a fucking garbage bag is art. <laughs> Am I right? But then, such a stupid thing to do when you're making a movie. You're making art. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, 100% do not waste your fucking time with this. It's so... It's laughably bad. What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score is on this movie? It's kind of in the middle. I think it's like 60. I remember I looked at it. Because I wanted to see if I... Well, because originally, I was like, damn, am I the only one that like hates this movie? Uh, we're some of the few that didn't like Bird Box. This is true. I don't fucking get that. I mean, but whatever. Maybe we're the pretentious fucks. It has a 61% on Metacritic, a 5.8 on IMDb, which is normally higher than Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, It got a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Yeah, that's way too high. Natalia Dyer, who was That's her name, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just at the point, like, I think that uh, Nightcrawler was just a fluke, as much as I hate to admit it. It's a fluke that that movie was that fucking good. That's a shame. It's a real shame. That's a shame. It got higher than Alita Battle Angel, by the way. Oof. But I want to see Alita. <laughs> but, you know, it's about the same as Happy Death Day to you, and I like that. Yeah. So. so, yeah, there you go. All right. So, please don't watch it. They're watching it. Fuck me. People, I think people tend to watch the ones we hate more. But the thing with Velvet Buzzball is that it's fucking boring. Like, it's not, it's not a fun to, like, hate watch. Because some of the ones that we watch that we really hate are fun to hate watch. Oh, yeah. It's it's not. Trust me. It's just. Boring. Is it like Slender Boring? No, it's just fucking. Oh, Slenderman. No, because Slenderman like was almost not a movie. It wasn't like that. There's got, no almost. Yeah, like that was where That's nothing's not happening movie. to where it's not even cohesive. This was boring. In you're sitting there, kind of doing like what Jay said in that one episode. Just get on with it. Oh, get on with it. It's a boyhood. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I still regret that we liked that. Don't worry. I regret that episode. They're going to come out with Boyhood 2, Electric Boogaloo. Boyhood. I would say we should watch it again and do another episode, but I'd fucking I fall don't asleep. fucking want to watch that movie again. So I will say at least every month how much Boyhood sucks, and we take that back. I think it's the one movie we've done that later we're like, we were wrong. Mm-hmm. We were wrong on our opinion. Also, there's a guy in Velvet Buzzsaw that looks like The Weeknd. That is not the weekend, and he looks like the weekend 
to the point of where I'm still not convinced that The Weeknd did not make a small cameo appearance in one of his scenes. Why would The Weeknd be in a movie? I don't know. It's Netflix money. Netflix got money. If he's going to be in a movie, though, wouldn't he be in like a Paramount movie? That got more money than Netflix. Don't watch Velvet Buzzsaw. I'm watching it. Just don't watch it. I'll watch it right now. Give me that remote. And those are all the movies I watch, Kyle. All right. That's all I got. Uh, I watched another one, but I'm not talking about it because Art and I are going to do an episode at a later date on them. Cool. So. We did it. I don't think you care to hear me talk about Corner Gas. Nope. Don't know what it is. No care. Yep. So we'll do that at a later date. Who the mm-hmm. fuck knows when. We have to rewatch six seasons of a show and a movie. So. The, please don't watch Velvet Buzzsaw. I'm telling you. You should watch The Babysitter, though. I know. I need to. Well, no, you really see, shouldn't. Because there's a couple of the Netflix movies that I want to see now because like the track record is so fucking shit. I want to watch the Buster Scruggs. Well, no, but here's the thing. Actually, there is a Netflix movie I liked. Oh, I liked the Bleach movie. Did you watch? And that was a Netflix movie. We still need to watch Death Note. Yeah. Uh, we like To the Bone. Mm-hmm. That was a Netflix movie. Occasionally, they do stuff. Occasionally. We each named one. Occasionally. We each they, named You know, the worst one. player in the MLB eventually hits a home run. That's not true at all. You know, eventually. That is not true. Old, what's his name from the Cincinnati Tigers comes out. That's not even a team. 